Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Mum and Mama podcast, brought to you as always by the lovely Golding Accountancy, wearegolding.com. How are you? I hope you are good. This week, the lovely Marcus Birdman joined me um, to talk to me all about life as a stand-up comedian, how he got where he is, and also the fact that he's had a couple of strokes, um, and he's very young to be having strokes but how that's affected him and his comedy really but yeah I hope you enjoy it and I'll see you in a bit if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers with Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC your lip look whether it's subtle or bold can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today that's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Work. Work. I'm recording also, so we're good. Hello. <laughs> um, I have so I have both of my daughters at home. Yeah. Because the school isn't shut, but they kind of said you don't need to send the kids in if you don't want to. Yes. So I was like, there's no way in the world I can send them in, and they get there, and then they realise that they didn't have to be. There. Yeah. No, you're. you're so I've got. She'll be for it. Yeah, they're at home, and but they're, then they're looking after the dog, the puppy. So nice. How old are yeah. you? How old are your kids? Well, they're girls. Eight and eleven, yeah. Yes. So my eldest one, we got all her new school uniform. Oh, nice. She started senior school in September. Yeah. So my bed behind the computer is just covered in all her new school uniform stuff that she's... Got it. Got it. And her shirts are Velcro. Have you ever heard of Velcro shirts? What do you mean like that? They're Velcro yeah. done? so they have buttons. Yeah. So they look like normal shirts, but she can... <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit like, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I think it's for PE reasons. Rather than loosing their bosom to some um, well, <laughs> undeserving boy. Is that what you I mean? I know, I was a bit like, I don't... I, yeah, I didn't... I mean, I don't know. I just felt... I, I can understand, obviously, it makes things a bit quicker. Yeah. But... And then it also seems like, but that's part of it, isn't it? Doing up your shirt. Do it. Well, do learning, I mean? learning to do that. I don't know. I think maybe. I think maybe you're overthinking it with respect, I Amy. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's lots of she different thinks. tops. Different tops you can wear. I mean, I think as long as she knows how to do buttons. Um, I don't, she, well, yeah. I think one one has a tendency uh, to kind of catastrophize everything when you're a parent, and so you sort of think, you know, if like if I said that to you. Um, you want to say hello to my dog, by the way? He's, yes, please. He's decided to sit on my... Um, <laughs> sit on my... Come on in, George. Come up here. Come on, come on, say hello. Ugh, there we are. Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, say hello. No, rubbish. Hello. Um, yeah, I think when, you, when someone else tells you something about what their child might have done or not have done, and uh, you go, seems sounds all right. And... Uh, but when it happens to your own child, you, you think, well, it's like today it's smoking, but tomorrow it's crack kind of thing, you know, um, yes. et cetera, et cetera. So today Velcro, tomorrow she's a stripper. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you're probably not. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think because she told me I was I took the dog out early this morning because obviously it's like the hottest day in the world ever. And um and she told me when I was on the phone to her and I was over the park and as soon as I got off the phone I was like I had to tell someone because it really I don't know I felt really weird about it but it's such a stupid thing to do you know because I've got weird about I've got a it's a bit of a pain in the ass because I've got like a boiler suit that's velcro up the front and you can never match it up that's the that's the 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's always like like you've like you've. It's a bit sort of yeah. I don't know what the right word is, but um, yeah, um, not right. I understand. Um, so um, she's probably better off with buttons. Does she have? Can she have button shirts? Presumably. Well, right? yeah, she can. But I'll just need to send. I don't know. I don't know why I've got these shirts. I just was ordering everything the other day yeah, online, and, that's what and I was came. just like, right, you need shirts, you need this, you need that, you know. But they've turned up in their Velcro. Mm. But I'll, I think I just need to get over it. Yeah, I mean, I think she's there's... happy about it. <laughs> and I was like, fine. That, that, that's, that's your definition of a first world problem, isn't it? I think there we right there. Go, okay, George. I'm going to put you down. That's because you're hot. Someone with having a cock. Have you got dogs? Um, my cockapoo is delightful, but that is like wearing a sheepskin coat on top of me on on as you pointed out correctly yeah. the hottest day of the year. Um, so um, he's he's gone. Um, I met um. Uh, so now I've got a dog. I've never had a dog before, mm. and now I have a dog. I've met all these people with all these dogs, and it's really lovely. It's what very you, social. What have you got? Sorry, excuse me. What, um, she's a rescue. Oh, right. um, from from Greece so she looks like a retriever like a golden retriever but her face is a bit more pointy so I think she's got shepherd in her nice but her fur's a bit like a husky yeah. so she's like a mountainy kind of dog right weirdly my friend was she's got dogs and she was walking her dog this morning in Chapel Heath and the exact same dog was in Chapel Heath but she was trying to ask the guy where she he'd got her from mm. but he she, he couldn't really understand what she was trying to say. She mm. said that she thought that he might, might have been Greek. Oh, right. So these... maybe it's just a Greek dog. <laughs> what, why? I didn't realise that was the sort of thing, that you had to go to Greece to get your rescue dog. I mean, there well, were enough here. Is that right? Or I, No, there are. It's hard to get. You can't really get puppies here. And I, the only reason I really wanted a puppy was because I've got a cat. Mm. And I thought... The younger the dog is, the more likely it is to like the cat. That would make sense, I suppose. That was the yeah. thinking behind it anyway. Yeah. Um, and also, it's hard when you've got... I've got children. If they're under a certain age, it's hard to get a dog here. Yeah. I think they prefer you to either be experienced or have older children, so there's kind of less of a risk. I see, yeah. Um, and I did want to rescue... But my friend ad adopted a dog from Russia and she was like, oh, you should look at this website. And then, of course, you find all these other websites and it's just all pictures of these beautiful puppies all the time. And I was I had decided against it because I was like, I have enough going on in my life. The last thing I need to do is get a puppy. But then I was sitting in the garden. It must have been a couple of months ago now. And just this little face popped up on my phone and I was just like, oh, well, I need that in my life. Before I knew it, <laughs> that was it. Yeah, good, good. Nice though, really nice. Uh, I, I mean, I, George is maybe he's coming up to six years old actually. So and he's just really, just really great. But having been fairly resistant, it's like my, it's actually my daughter's. So my daughter doesn't live with me, but she lives just down the road. She's about a mile away with her mum, and comes to me. Originally, when well, I mean, we split up ten years ago, and originally she lived with me half the week, and so okay. and then um, that sort of morphed into living with her mum, sort of full time, but coming to visit me half the week, and yeah. so because she's an only child, we thought a dog would be a good of surrogate sibling. So technically, does the dog stay with you? Well, technically, it's her dog, so it's it's supposed to shadow okay. her, but Kana, yeah, which is fine. I mean, like especially during lockdown, was brilliant. I mean, if I'm on the road. Um, quite a, I can't well sometimes I take George um, if I know like for instance this week I'm going to Bristol and Bath and my mum lives down there so I um, I'll be able to take him 
uh, and certain gigs, if I know that there's a decent backstage or whatnot, I can take the dog. But um, others, oh, it's nice. like um, a bit more tricky, really. So is that where you're from originally? No, I'm originally from. Well, <clears throat> originally, originally, I'm from the northeast. Uh, I was. That's where. I, okay. I, that's where my my dad was, and my my um, siblings and I were all born. But we all moved down to Bishop Stortford. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. So so we're sort of like, which is you know half Essex and half Hertfordshire. So so um, um, this isn't where I'm from originally. But I kind of my dad was really into sailing, and he we'd come down here quite a lot to Lee. Um, oh, okay. He had mates who had boats here, and and I guess it was probably the nearest place to come and sail. Um, at least in yeah. the sea. So so um, so I was quite familiar with Lee. But yeah, I'm not originally from here. Um, so what did you how did you get into comedy uh the, the there's, there's not a short answer to this but the slightly lo- the slightly short long answer is i was in bands which i was always i was never really i did backing singing i don't, I don't have a particularly good singing voice okay. um, and then i but i always wrote the lyrics and i was always very interested in writing poem poetry and lyrics and prose and whatnot um and then got into kind of maybe writing, as I say, lyrics, then writing poetry, and then got into performance poetry. And then from performance poetry, my, well, my daughter Clementine's mum, her best friend, if you can follow that evolution, was a comedy producer. And she saw me do performance poetry saying, you should do stand-up. And at that point, I was like, no, you know, no way, that's too <laughs> scary and all of this sort of business. So, and then she, she entered me into a competition, like a new act competition, and I kind of thought, well, I don't want to be a bottler. I'll do it. It'll be a car crash, but I'll still do it anyway. And then um, I ended up doing that really all right and got into the final, which went to Edinburgh. Um, oh, wow. And there I met kind of comics who I liked the cut of their jib. I, th- I think I'd previously thought it was a bit maybe alpha and a bit kind of mainstream and a bit like sort of bald blokes talking about their, you know, wives and mother-in-laws type thing. And I hadn't really... And then I... Which... To, there are there is definitely a contingent to that, but when I was in Edinburgh, I found that there was still, there was a lot of comics who were quite left field and arty and kind of come from you know I went to art college and that's my background and so I felt what a sort did of you do? fine art. Um, oh wow! Yeah, so I so I felt like so I suppose I was always like as the great Ian Jury said, uh, I'm not working class, I'm arts and crafts. So I, I sort of been in that <laughs> world, you know. <laughs> And, yeah, yeah. And and but met comics who ha- who were similarly in that world, but were comedians, and and I kind of realised, oh, that's that's sort of possible. There's a sort of arty element to this as well. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, I, I use arty liberally in that sense. Um. And they were making a living. You know, I was kind of like because ha- having, but I was at, you know, I was at art college trying to do be an artist, be be a performance poet, be in bands, and never. I was doing it, but not making, never made any money, you yeah. know, and only anyone yeah. who ever made any money was teaching or whatever. And, I, and, and then yeah. I, I long come on these comics going, I don't know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, that's my job. I'm a comedian. I earn a living. And I, and I and sort of the scales fell off my eyes, really. So I, I hadn't really had a desire to be, a, I certainly didn't grow up wanting to be a comedian. I didn't, I'm yeah. not even sure if I want to be a comedian now, to be honest with you, but I just... I like writing. I mean I, I mean, I say that slightly facetiously, Amy, but I also, it's kind of true, I, I would consider myself, he says loftily, to be a writer. Um, yeah. And then, well, firstly, actually, I'd say I was a creative person. Um, yeah. And I think it depends 
you know, I still do a bit of visual art, a bit of animation, a bit of writing, comedy, bit, and, and it's kind of, for me, it's almost like which implement do I pick up, you know, like if it's a paintbrush yeah. or, it's a, or it's a pen or, or, or it's a computer animation. And, um, but writing jokes and performing them is the one that's made me the money. You know, I like oh. that's the one that, that there seems to be. It seems to be, at least for me anyway, the easiest way of making any money. So I've sort of that's why I do that. But I don't. Yeah. If I made more money out of, uh, you know, I don't know, being be, being a visual artist, I'd probably do that. To be honest with you, is that what um, you prefer? I don't know. I mean, no. I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong. I do love stand up, and I really like. Um, the lifestyle of a stand-up. Do you? Well, yes, and sorry, I was going to give you a caveat there, because <laughs> yes, and, and, I, and it's interesting, although I think it's probably been the ruination of, my, you know, the relationship between my daughter and my mum and myself, um, yep. because I was all, always away, and uh, she, she became what is referred to as a comedy widow, of, uh, you know, yep. of just comics always being on. And I don't, I don't, I don't apologise for doing that. That's what I needed to do to to make a living as a stand-up. You've got to go where the work is, and the work's all over the place. And I certainly projectedly, you know, now I work kind of all over the world kind of thing. So I, that aspect of it is excellent, and I love that very much as a lifestyle. Um, yeah. That said, I've also really enjoyed two years of being in Leon C in my own home, you know, because it's, yeah. it's it, I haven't had that for 20 years. I've been on, I've been doing a thousand miles a week for 20 years, you know, so, so wow. I didn't really realise until I'd stopped. I think a lot, we would, you know, a lot of comics have said this, that we sort of, once we'd stopped doing that, we sort of realised how insane that kind of lifestyle is, you know, and, yeah. and um, I've sort of started back into that um, with... So I just... I've always worked in music with DJs yeah. who obviously they're on the doing road a similar the time, thing yeah. and I've just never understood <laughs> how they do it really I mean obviously the money's good yeah yeah but just that I suppose it's I get it for the beginning but now as I'm older just the thought of traveling that much yeah I'm just not that I like being at home yeah 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 I do like being home uh, and I could totally get that I also, I think I've got a kind of, maybe like a slightly restless soul, and I think I yeah. quite like that. The journey is the destination, sort of. Yeah. Um, he says rather wankily, you know, but that kind of. I do, you know, I think I am quite. I'm quite restless and perhaps slightly itinerant, and I, I like traveling. I still find, you know, even if I'm going somewhere really kind of. Uh, sort of pedestrian, you know, like sort of Rotherham or, or whatever. I still quite like travelling there, and and yeah, um, I've gone to some amazing places that I would never have been to otherwise. You yeah. know, I've just come back. I've just been in Norway um, for, yeah. for for whatever it is a week. I'm going to Dubai in in the autumn, and um, there's loads of stuff. You know, I've been to Pakistan. Who's been to Pakistan? You know, yeah. um, so so you sort of. Uh, I'm, I'm due to go to Iraq again. Who's go to who, who? Who the hell goes to Iraq? You know, yeah. unless you're shooting at people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I kind of like that. You know, I do. That's that's really, that's very. I still find that very exciting. Although yeah. with a peak, at, and I, know I can never understand. I was like, but I'm fuck. I'm going to 
I'm, I'm going I'm going to Norway that why on earth would you not find that exciting you know people yeah. and, and friends of mine like because I like my own home and maybe so then maybe there is a you know I don't know what this what if one junior psyched me whether there's a hollowness inside me that I'm just running away from myself <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's an element of that too I do think like because I have friends and they're just out all the time doing stuff with their kids mm. like all the time and I just think how have you got the energy to get up on a Saturday after you've been working all week and being a parent mm. to then have a whole day out doing something I'm like I really look forward to just not having to get up and do loads of stuff but I I envy them in a way because I do feel like I should do more mm. <laughs> but don't get me wrong I'd love to go to Norway yeah it's and tricky. Go abroad and... Well, it's tricky when you've got kids uh, uh, younger, you know. I mean, I think it's... Yeah. Uh, it's harder. Um, it is harder to do that. I mean, I guess I've been... I've been lucky that of a, of a kind of a very understanding... Well, now ex-partner. She was very, very... She was very supportive at the time. I think it, she just got sick of it, which I totally understand. And it's not me bad-mouthing her at all. Quite yeah, the, yeah. Quite, quite the opposite. I think she was just a bit sick of going to going out on a Friday night on her own kind of thing you know or to, yeah. and, and going to a wedding to, uh, on her own and all that sort of stuff which I totally understand but I, I don't know I love I just always I always loved it and um, I um, it was a bit easier when I had kind of it's just I've just got the one child so it's a bit easier to kind of yeah. put her with a mate of hers or, or whatever or a cousin or something you know to, to fit yeah. around my schedule but it, I, I, obviously the logistics of doing that become hard it is a young man's game I'm no doubt like DJing as well it's like it's a you know it's better if you're a sort of single young person who can gallivant yeah. and um, take loads of drink and drugs and get off yeah. with people and, and doesn't wherever I lay my hat type thing you know that's probably the yeah. ideal but um, although you can lose I think it's just the stamina isn't it it's used to it's being able to stay up and not sleep like now if I have a night like when I got the puppy mm. and there was a few nights where I just didn't really sleep mm. and that did me mm. like I think god I used to go out and not sleep loads I know I know I know <laughs> but I know. you know yeah I know I know with I'm this... older now I know. and I was just like I don't but I suppose some people just can can't know they're just used to it and they they enjoy it and it's not a thing yeah well I try yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, I think, I mean, you'll know this yourself. You, you know, m my daughter utterly sort of bollocksed any kind of sleep pattern just for, for, a, for a kind of five or six years. She was a terrible sleeper. I don't, if you tell me your, sleep, your girls are good sleepers, I'll throttle you. But like the. Um, I've, up yours. The, the, uh, <laughs> I'm furious with this because Clem was terrible. And, um, and so it. You know, on top of my slightly strange sleeping patterns because of my the, the nature of my work, and then she was just a terrible sleeper. It just it sort of absolutely obliterated any sleep patterns I've got. So yeah. so now it's kind of I'm constantly tired and sleep whenever I can, kind of thing. So I can I can sleep. You know, I've got quite into siestas actually. Um, yep. And uh, that's supposed to be really good for you. Yeah. Like mentally as well, that's supposed to be amazing. That's terrific. Well, I wake really early. Um, and then, you know, and I don't I often, you know, I often only get like five hours sleep and it's just not enough. So, so, yeah. but I'm up and I've never been a person who sort of sleeps in. I just, it's not, that's not a well, well done me. I just can't, I'd, I'd love to be, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. can't do it. Um, 
So I, I tend to get up, and then but then I've only had four or five hours sleep. So a siesta, as I say, in my dotage, it's quite good to have a siesta. Perfect. Well, you live by the sea. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so how did you start with art then? Were you just always extremely creative when you were younger? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, it's sort of funny. I kind of so my father's a vicar. Well, he was a vicar. He died. Oh, wow. He died a couple of years ago. And he was also he was also the chaplain of the school I went to for a period. And he taught me RE. And I he the way he taught RE was was we we kind of rather than sort of well at least he felt rather than just sort of banging on about the gospels he got us to sort of draw them as kind of cartoons. And I think I was sort of just started doing that. And enjoyed doing that, and I think it seemed a way of gaining his approval because he was quite a quite an overbearing character. And from that, I just yeah started to really in, sort of get a bit of affirmation from. I think I've always, I mean I'm not I'm quite a shy well I was I'm less so now but I was quite a shy kid and quite wasn't the life and soul. And I think that drawing was a way to get a kind of draw attention to myself. And yeah. be kind of get affirmation and all of that. And then the school I was at, they had a really good art department and, and the te- the art teacher was really great and supportive and, and really kind of fun. And um I just was very much drawn to to the art department and the kind of um of of what that it seemed to be like a kind of a kind of port in the storm really. Um, of a yeah. so, so so it was a private boarding school that I went to that my father was oh, the wow. chaplain and we lived on we lived on the ground so there was no and my father was as I say rather overbearing rather well very conservative sort of God fearing man and I think the art department with its rather fun liberal teacher was a sort yeah. of safe haven that I kind of enjoyed um, and so wow. yeah I just always so I suppose I was quite creative. I mean, I was certainly sensitive. I was a very sensitive young man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a sensitive old man. The um, but um, so I guess that How was. How many siblings do you have? Uh, three. I've got um, uh, an old. Uh, well, they're all older. Two, two older sisters and an older brother. Okay. Um, yeah. So um. Was it a mixed school? Or was it single sex school? It was single sex until sixth form, and then then became okay. um, then then yeah then all hell broke loose, you know. <laughs> Did you sleep in the school or did you sleep at home? Well, kind of both, actually. Um, because it was sort of, I mean, officially at home, but kind of, um, I would often just sort of hang out. Because a lot of the, if, if some of the troubled kids would often come down and stay in the chaplain's house, because as a sort of like, you know, he would kind of look up as a sort of pastoral role. They, they'd pull them out yes. of, the, of their boarding house and they'd maybe sleep uh, hours or whatever and my father they became they were in a more like a family environment I suppose as opposed to the yeah, school yeah. institution and a few of those kids were kind of because I was a bit of a reprobate I suppose they were my friends so I en- and I just sort of ended up would end up sort of opposite would happen as well really where I'd sort of just be in there like particularly in the sick form you kind of just hang out and then my father was also in the navy so he would go away for periods oh, wow. so so I did I did it was sort of there wasn't really a beginning and an end to to my school life and we was we were at school six days a week we actually had school and then my father was did chaplain services on the Sunday so it was pretty much seven days a week you know um, oh my 
so there was no real let up um wow yeah yeah so um so I'm Did a lot of people i don't know i just feel like sometimes if you're if you're in that kind of environment you'll either completely explode when you get out of it <laughs> or just i go stick with it i guess did a lot of people kind of i just i find the whole thing very um what's the word <laughs> you don't have to be polite <laughs> um like I, I i obviously i understand why people want their children to have the best education but for me the idea of sending my children off somewhere i mean obviously that wasn't the case with you because you lived there no yeah 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 <laughs> but Oh, I just, yeah, I don't know. I just yeah, well, I know what you mean. Why have them? I mean, I suppose unless you unless yeah. you've got a job that, um, so, I mean, my brother was in the navy. His kids were at boarding school because he was because he was away half the yeah. time. So it kind of made sense. But then his his wife wasn't. So you sort of, I think I'm not sure. I, I I wouldn't send even if I had maybe loads of money. I'm not sure I would send my daughter to a private school. I think there's a there's a fundamentally a, a weirdness about it, which I think is what you're sort of alluding to. Um, yes. That it's kind of um, a, a bit un. Well, look at the state of the current cabinet. To you, only have to see <laughs> w what public school does to you. You know, yeah. I think it does. I mean, I'm very grateful for certain things. Like I was really sporty, and the, the sport the sport aspect of the school was was fantastic. As I say, yeah. the art department was incredible. I mean, we had kind of nude life sort of models and all that you know all the way oh, wow. which you which you would you know I, I don't think I've ever heard of that uh, uh normal kind of comprehensive I bet they were popular well I mean you know it was kind of I mean they, you know they're not really because people were a bit sort of baffled by it but the RT you know there wasn't anything salacious about that it was just a really good facility and, and things were really yeah. well you know the kind of the, the the materials that that were available to us were were probably f far further up the food chain than than if I'd gone to the local comprehensive school. So so yes. to, yeah. and going back to my earlier conversation of that being a safe haven, that that was a yeah. godsend, you know. Um, huge drawbacks, of course. Of yeah, I mean, like yeah, of where it puts you in relationship to the rest of society, how kind of niche it is, and how un unlike the rest of society it is and i think to be sort of unless you follow in that tradition of just going into the city or the military which which my brother yeah. did um you're i mean i did i think come out of there kind of a bit high and dry in that sense because i was pretty keen not to be involved with that kind of person i wanted, as I, say, I wanted to be much more yeah. art school and i think that was kind of uh a bit of an eye opener yeah yeah where did you go to art school well uh i went to edinburgh for a bit and then yeah probably had apropos maybe of what we have literally just been talking about a nervous breakdown <laughs> and yeah. uh, what i think now was a nervous breakdown i think at the, at the time i don't we didn't call it that i think i was just going yeah. i had done me head in and i did a lot of acid so that i, I didn't help myself oh, okay, but yeah. um <laughs> But um, I think in retrospect, given what we now know about things and the local sort of, or sorry, the current parlance for it all, I just said that was a nervous breakdown. So I, so I left yeah. um, and then I went to Newcastle. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I was in Newcastle. So, um, so yeah. So it was drawing? 
Well, uh, drawing, printing, painting. Um, yeah. Mostly, mostly I liked drawing and printing and. I mean, I did. I liked painting in the sense, but I was I was very influenced by sort of graffiti and kind of okay. like the sort of Keith Haran and Basquiat and people like that sort of um, who had also obviously been in, be influenced by by graffiti themselves and um, so I was it was a lot of it was kind of yeah like pattern and imagery like graphic imagery and stuff like that tattoos etc yeah. I was very influenced by um, still am and um, and so it's kind of uh, it made for better maybe print work and painting painting in a way of kind of like you painting but painting like drawing rather than painting like mixing yeah. paints and real realism you know um, but when did you start writing uh, I think when I was a teenager I mean I think that's yeah. that sort of always maybe I think I had that sort of I think yeah. I think I maybe like kept a bit of. I'm not, I didn't keep a diary so much, but I kept sketchbooks that were that were both uh, visual and uh, prose. Um, yeah. And I was also very influenced, as I say, at art school by using like prose or, or the written word as both narrative, like it's it might say, "I, I love you, Amy," as a definitive sentence but also as just pattern and image so like in, like like, yeah. like sort of wild style graffiti you know like that kind of yeah. you didn't necessarily need to read it to kind of go that was a beautiful image but it might actually say something so that that might uh communicate um yeah uh so i was always i sort of always doing that um really as a kid and then just uh, i've never not stopped that and i, I guess I, so i've never kept a diary as in you know July the 18th, I did a Zoom call, uh, except I, I, never that literal, but yeah. but um, I think, yeah, in that, as I say, like just, just notes and I've always really liked, so, you know, people sort of go like, oh, they don't like the sound of their own voices. I really like writing, like I think my writing is, I mean, I, I, he says so himself, but actually people do say it as well, but I, it looks really nice, it's very elegant and illegible, um, but I've also, I've always just really enjoyed physically writing um yeah and so it's funny because i haven't now as comic i meet comics and they kind of going yeah i gotta go i gotta force myself to sit down and write and like I've, and i was like i've never had that problem like yeah. never i mean i'm not saying that it's quality i mean it, most of it's crap you know but like the, uh, and that and i don't mean i mean i don't mean that in a sort of you know uh fishing or like i'm yeah, I mean, yeah, genuinely yeah. I, you know i'm I, i've sort of my my view on creativity is a sort of pyramid thing that you know that it's only the top five percent of it's any use but yeah. the more you write the, the bigger the top five percent is so, so but it's always written and and um enjoyed it and as i say never really never really had a problem with writing and sitting down so to how write. did you find the how did you sit down and write comedy then when your friend kind of said oh you should do stand-up yeah which, Thinking about that gives me anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I whole hundred percent of. Oh my god, you're well done for doing it because I, I, yeah. Yeah, but it's no. <laughs> it's um hundred percent. I suppose. Well, I think well. So uh, there's two there's two things I'd like to say there. There's like I think there's the there's a myth that com comedians are 
sort of garrulous and the life and soul of the party and they they if anything they're the exact opposite of that like people who are garrulous and the life and soul of the party and get up and hold forth and can really hold their own in a social situation don't need to do comedy you know they've ticked that box and it's the yeah. it's people and i would put myself in this camp who are who are kind of a bit socially awkward or a bit shy or a bit kind of anxious who sort of look at those people going well I'm funnier than that or I'm more interesting than that but I haven't got quite the courage to so a lot of a lot of comic people as human beings are, are socially like really awkward and bent out of shape and I think that's what makes you know I, I don't want to over romanticize that I mean you know that I mean that's the sort of comic equivalent of the Van Gogh suffering and to be an artist kind of thing and I think too much is, is made of that but I think there is a sort of tears of a clown yeah. A little bit. I don't know. I wouldn't say that sort of like you need to be a depressive to be a comic, but I do think there's a lot of very socially awkward people who are comics. Um, yeah. And that notion that we don't find it frightening is like, no, no. I mean, like you'd be in, you'd have to be insane to not find stand up frightening. It's frightening. But in the yeah. same way, are people you get addicted to it? You know, people get it same way that like yeah. if you if you can do a bungee jump or jump out of an airplane and you're not frightened, you should stop doing it because you're yeah. well, you should, shouldn't you? Because that's when you stop yeah. sort of like packing your parachute properly yeah, or or, yeah, or, or yeah, doing yeah. all your safety checks on your. But you need to be a bit frightened of it. I mean, I've got an, yeah. obviously I've got used to doing that and containing the the nerves or the or the fear aspect of it and certain aspects make me more or less anxious depending on what I'm doing but I kind of quite I'm probably addicted to that you know um yeah. that slight rush and um of of the fear but so, and certainly when I started you know I was I, I mean I did hope that every, you know, every time I went to a gig I hoped that it kind of burnt down so that I didn't have to do the gig, you know, <laughs> like I did like, I, I never, I never, I, I once bottled out of doing a gig, like only once when I sort of got there and saw it and it sort of was like such carnage that I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. But, but apart from that, you know, I've always, I've always done the gig, but kind of, as I say, always hoped that I would get there and I wouldn't have to do it, you know, and oh, I still, really? yeah, I mean, like even, even, even yesterday, I was doing a gig and it was like an outside pub and it was in Essex, Stone Mary's. Do you know where that is? It's sort of like, no. it's not very far away. It's just sort of Chelmsford. It's, okay. it's, it's a really nice pub, but it's a bit Essex. Um, yeah. And it was outside and the audience was sort of everywhere and a lot of them were sort of the beer garden. There was a sort of beer garden. that There wasn't really a differentiation between where the beer garden ended and the gig started really because it was so yeah. sort of hot. That everything was a, so they were kind of chatting and I, and I just was like and I just come back from Newcastle and I was like I do not hello <laughs> I do not want to do this gig you know I was like yeah this is this is, and I was talking chatting to the other comic who was on after me and we were doing Edinburgh previews and I was like no I don't want to both of us was like I don't want to do this this is ter this yeah. is really this looks terrible and frightening yeah yeah and we was kind of like Oh, you know, well, I was just in for a penny, and it, and it, and it was fine. But but my initial reaction was was um, terror. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Hello. So hello. What are you saying? Can you have a bath? Yes, you can have a bath. That's a good idea. Oh, you smell. You need to have a bath. <laughs> okay. Can you go away now, please? <laughs> Love you. 
Dolly, all right? They always have to. <laughs> but you know when it's five, those just have to come and have a look. Just have to come in. That's yeah, it. just say, what are you doing? What are you doing? Moan at me because I'm not giving them enough attention. That's it. Um, I do think when you're creating, there is always that fear of it not being good enough or not being accepted or liked or mm. like you have to care, don't you? If you like, yeah. you know, you said it, but as you stop being scared, then you don't care anymore. Mm. Mm. So obviously there is that. Yes, yes. But I do, I find it interesting that you still feel like that after you've been doing it for so long. Yeah. Well, maybe my ambitions are higher, I suppose. You know, I think you, you always sort of constantly yeah. reach a bit further maybe. Or, I mean, you certainly should. I, I, otherwise, I guess you've, you're sort of dead in the water maybe and re repeating yourself. So there is that. I think the psychology of or the makeup of anyone creative is both like like a megalomaniac and then like to be so down on yourself you know almost like that on the one hand you think you're an absolute god and oh, a genius yeah. and people really should pay attention to what i'm saying the world would be a better place yeah. and there's another side of you george which is uh which is um i'm a piece of shit i'm useless i you yeah. know i should just ju kill myself what, why what was i ever thinking nobody cares about me you know full of anxiety and i think i think you probably you seesaw between the two, you know, and it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a sort of, it's a pain in the neck, but I guess it's a sort of, uh, that's the way it is really. Um, How would you describe your comedy to someone that didn't know what it was like? Um, uh, I think it's pretty like, I mean, it's, it's all based on my experience. Uh, it's, it's in a way that is like a diary of what happens to me. Um, yeah. Uh, like, well, as an example, this year I've been writing about, so I had a stroke. Did you know that? Did we discuss that? Um, oh, no. Right. So I had a stroke last year. Uh, oh, wow. I, I don't wonder if Stacey had told you actually, but, but, um, and so, uh, I lost half of my eyesight, which is why I'm wearing these sort of slightly tinted glasses because I'm very light sensitive. And so that's obviously a big thing that happened in my life. So, so, so I've been taught, I've been writing jokes and writing material about that, you know, like, and then previously writing material about my daughter and being a father, um, and then prior to that being the son of a uh, preacher man kind of thing. So, yeah. it, you know, it does tend to be. You have a lot of material. Well, I, I hope so. <laughs> um, but it's very much like sort of this is, it's true, you know, it's true. Yeah. Like, um, and then, I mean, I'm, of course, I embellished that, and I don't, it's like, yeah. it's not like everything I say have to, has to be true, but it's, it's like ninety percent true, um, and then uh, so I, for me, like some of my f like some of my favourite comics talk absolute nonsense. You know, by definition, they just it's, they made it all Who up. Who do you it's, like? Um, I really like so I like um, Tim Vine, Milton Jones, um, yeah, the Boosh, you know, Noel Fielding, kind of like si yeah. I like a lot. You know, personally, if I'm to watch it, I really like silly stuff. You know, um, yeah. Um, and then, um, but it's not the stuff I do. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm not good at it. Um, and I, for me, I sort of, I suppose, perhaps harboring back to, or harking back to art school days of, I wish to express myself, man, and tell my, yeah. and sort of say, this is my opinion on this. Um, 
or this is what happened to me. And so for me, it doesn't really make sense to just do a joke about headphones, you know? Yeah. Like yeah, I said, yeah, this, because yeah. I teach quite a lot of comedy as well. I mean, and I always sort of said, you know, I sort of say the sort of thing of like, I'm not really very interested in your joke about biscuits, however technically good it is. And, you, you know, you can technically craft a joke. Um, so it could be really, really clever. But if it's just a joke about biscuits, nobody's got an opinion about biscuits one way or another. You know, yeah. just, nobody cares. So, but if you're telling me a story about how your dad threw a packet of biscuits at you when you came out to him or you, you know, made a girl pregnant or became pregnant yourself, you go, you go that's interesting to me. And that's, yeah. that, I, that's something that I think makes for very good comedy because it's a sort of um, a real-life event and people are therefore invested with a bit, of, a bit of heart to it, you know, and a bit of kind of, um, oh, there's an actual journey, an actual story, and an actual, yeah. um, these events actually happened, you know, um, rather than like... So, yeah, if it's a joke about your dad, it's like there, there's some yeah. simpatico or pathos going on rather than just a clever joke with some words that are cleverly arranged um, yeah. but that said I do enjoy a lot of comics who really just you know as take Noel Fielding as an example or the Boosh yeah. you know like, it's and I would say I don't, and I say this in the, I don't mean this in a negative way but it is rubbish it's yeah. nonsense yeah. isn't it you know it's like nonsense and that's why it's so beautiful and wonderful but there's no yeah. you don't come back going yeah I really agree with their stance on yeah, yeah. yeah, the climate or Boris Johnson or, or nuclear arms or whatever it is, you know, um, because yeah. there's, there's none of that. And um, so, so, yeah, yeah. Can we talk about the stroke? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? I had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I've actually had two strokes. So I had one 10 years ago and, and then, um, well, so I, I mean, I don't know... I, well, I think they do know why. Now, I've got a hole in my heart, which I think is causing basically a kind okay, of feedback yeah. um, and uh, gave me a blood clot. Um, yeah. So I think hopefully that's... The, I mean, I'm waiting on that being closed. I've got like a heart monitor in my chest that... Um, my friend had... She, I think she was 35. She had a stroke because she had a hole in her heart and they, they've put something in it or mm. they've closed it or something. Yeah. But she was awake because it was COVID... And they didn't want to give her. They didn't want to knock her out. Yeah. Because then she would be in there for longer. Yeah, so she yeah. was watching it on the screen. Oh wow! And they were putting these. Yeah, it sounds absolutely amazing. But Is yeah, she all right? She. She's all right. Yeah. Yeah, she's fine. Touch wood. That's good. Yeah, it's, it's funny when yeah. people, cause people tell me that, and I go, "How are they?" And they go, "Oh, dead." <laughs> you go, "Thanks for telling me that." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I was just checking. <laughs> oh, no. She's absolutely fine. Yeah, good. She's absolutely uh, that's the fine. story I want to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's um. So how? So you had the first one ten years ago. Yeah. So it is more common than you know. You, I mean, it yeah. does. It does tend to be older people, but it is a lot more common in 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 younger people and kids than people assume. Um, yeah. And uh, so the first one I had, I had it in my sleep, and so I woke up and I couldn't see very well. Um, the second one, it woke me up, um, and I felt like I was in a kind of. I felt like I was in a tumble dryer with like the biggest pain in my head and I, I really, my vision was appalling. Um, so, and it's affected me. I don't know how it affected your friend, but it's affected my eyesight and nothing else yeah. really. Um, was she, she, how was she affected? 
I don't think she's. I don't think she's, she's been affected. She's been in full recovery. She, oh no, she's no, her. She has trouble thinking of words yeah. and remembering yeah. things. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. There's a term for that, which I've which I've forgotten weirdly. But um, yeah, <laughs> I don't think. I, I mean, I was terrified that that was. You know, because I was when I went into hospital, I was like, I was, you know, I was going to everybody. He's like, I'm, do, am I making sense to you? Because you know, yeah. uh, and people were going, yeah, yeah, I, I guess, you know. But I couldn't, I can't, I can't. I've lost fifty percent of my eyesight. Um, wow. And uh, and that won't. That's permanent. Um, really? Yeah. So that's. Um, I mean, given what could have happened to me, that's I'm happy with that. Yeah. You know? um, but yeah. it's obviously, I mean, like, I can't drive. I can't cycle. I can't really run because I'm just a bit um, uh, I'd run into something basically um, yeah um, so so after you had the first one they didn't figure out that you had a hole in your heart well they did oh they did well they did so this is I mean uh, now I suppose now probably seems like an error but um so at the time so this is the thing and your mate might have told you this as well is that they 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 can't find an actual link between, like a causal link between holes in the hearts and strokes. However, okay. the amount of people who have strokes young and also have holes in their hearts is so high that they're going, yeah. like it's time and time again, I, you know, I have this conversation as, as, as you just said, my mate or me have, they had, they, yeah, they had a hole in their heart that like, the suck, they're going, there must be a correlation, yeah, but we yeah. can't find it yet. Um, yeah. So, but at the time, 10 years ago, it was like, it was quite a mild stroke. And, and I was, a, a friend of mine who was a heart surgeon, he was kind of going, well, you would be having, you know, if they said to you, this is definitely what caused a stroke, then you go, maybe you should have heart, a heart operation. And uh, back 10 yeah. years ago as well, it was a bit less, it was a bit more involved yes. than it now is, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. which, is, which yeah. is all like keyhole yeah. surgery and you're in and out yeah. in a day and like your, like your mate that can do it without knocking you out and all this sort of thing. But, you know, obviously going back in the day, that, got, that, that was more and more primitive. Yeah. And, um, and I just sort of thought, I literally, you know, as I say, foolishly now, I suppose, as it turns out, I thought it was just a sort of absolute blip, one-off. And I yeah. thought, I don't want... Uh, I don't want heart surgery on a maybe, you know, yeah. um, if, but obviously it's happened again. So let's say revisiting that may have been a foolish thing to do um, or not do. And now, like I have elected to have it done because they're saying yeah. like the likelihood of you, of it being a hole in the heart that's caused it, having had two strokes and there's nothing else wrong with you because there is nothing yeah. else wrong with me. Um, they're kind of going that, 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 makes it so much more likely to be yeah. the, the thing causing it so um so i am getting it closed this time so but i'm just waiting on i'm just waiting on it on an nhs Do you know how appointment long, roughly? well i'm supposed to be it's supposed to be september october um but okay. it's oh, that's of, not too long then it's not too long well but bear in mind that i've been waiting for since last june but um oh fuck really yeah yeah, yeah. okay so it's a bit of a it's a bit of a ball ache, but I kind of yeah I don't know I'm trying not to think about it too much and trying to keep healthy and and sane and and all of that so so um, yeah um, well at least they're doing something yeah. and then it you know yeah 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 I've got like a heart monitor in my chest and that monitors it's quite it's quite I've sort of it's quite it's quite te it's quite cool actually you put it you sort of have your phone and you put it on the heart and it reads and sends the information to. Oh, wow. Whoever it sends it it's to. It's amazing, um, isn't it? It's yeah. absolutely amazing. What yeah. they, I had um, 
palpitations. I think it was it. I was I was taking the pill. I've never been able to take hormones, mm. um, and I was like, I bet it's the pill. I bet because I was just kept getting like flutters. Mm. Yeah. And, um, but my doctor was like, because I stopped taking it, I stopped getting the flutters, but my doctor was like, well, we better check it out. But I literally had to lay on the bed and they just put these things on me and then she phoned someone. <laughs> and they were like, no, she's all right. And then that was it. I was like, how the fuck? I just don't understand <laughs> how. Because the machine was obviously, I don't know. I don't know. But it was like, it's amazing what they can figure out. Yeah. Oh, especially with your heart as well, actually. The, the, yeah. um, um, that was one of the other things as well. When I, when I was kind of, and your mate probably said this as well, that um, obviously when you have strokes, it's either your head or your heart that's the problem. And um, and uh, they know pretty much. I don't think there's anything they don't know about your heart. And you know, it's a plumbing job, and they can they can literally take replace it. They can replace yeah. any bit of it. Um, and it is literally a plumbing thing. Whereas your 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 brain, they know, you know fraction about your yeah. brain uh and also operating on it is so much more dangerous and more more, yeah. more um, problematic so i was really relieved because i was i was very anxious that it was a brain tumor and and kind of um yeah. um so to find out that it's it's, it's my heart is a, is a lot more of a it's a lot more of a relief isn't quite the right word but you know Do they put, um, is it that they put like an umbrella in there and open it up exactly that, that yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so the umbrella is it's like a little tiny cocktail umbrella it's infused yeah. with it's infused with scar tissue um so that it they open that over the hole sort of it yeah. goes on and then because it's got because it's infused with scar tissue it, it heals very quickly and that in theory should um close it yeah, so it's yeah. amazing, and yeah, go and they go. They, it um, is amazing. Goes through your um, go they go through your thigh and all of that, and um, rather than yes. opening up your chest, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, because it was, because yeah, it was, because I, I, I had heart problems when I was a kid, and I think you know, if if, if maybe if they discovered it then, you know, and that it, it's it was open heart surgery, which of course is like, yeah, much more of an ordeal, um, to, yeah. to get even if it was the same procedure of closing a tiny hole, but that you know that's. Well, imagine the wound and therefore the recovery of that and also opening yeah, your chest yeah. and what that might do in terms of you know allowing in kind of um, uh, infection and whatnot so I think it's a whole lot more more dangerous to do open heart surgery for obvious reasons so this is relatively speaking uh, so they say a kind of um, a relatively easy procedure how, how long was the recovery for you? still recovering I would say um, really? Yeah. But you've been able to perform. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I did. I took three months off where I didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, and then I sort of dipped my toe in the water with the occasional gig, um, and I've been doing that ever since, really. And I, which I found actually, um, I found that really um, empowering and healing to do that, to talk yeah. about it. And I, as I say, I've been talking about it more or less. Um, and I found that really sort of, as I say, kind of healing and that's been really good. And as I say, when, I, when I've got that right, people respond to that well. So I've tried not to overdo it. I don't, my partner's been driving me around, God bless her. Um, so I'm taking it easy in that respect, you know, and I sort of introduced, I'm probably not up to full speed um, yeah. in terms of gigging schedule, but more or less. And then I, I sit down for my gig, so I don't sort of, I used to be quite... Um, 
I don't know, bombastic or quite, certainly quite energetic on stage, which I've, which I'm not. I just basically sit down and um, and talk. And I, but actually, I've that's changed. That's ch that's sort of stylistically changed. You know, it's a bit like sort of gone from being a kind of guitar band to being an acoustic. You know, and it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 changed my writing, and it's also changed. You know, I'm now doing a. Uh, I've now written for that with that in mind. So I've I've sort of written acoustic songs or made acoustic versions of the full electric guitar stuff I used yeah. to have, which has changed it as well. You know, so I've I've quite enjoyed that. Um, from a kind of artistic creative point of view, it's been quite an interesting challenge how that's changed things. Um, uh, it's a bit calmer, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and so. Yeah, I found all of that quite, quite, um, or no, very empowering, really. Um, and uh, to get back on the horse, as it were, you know. Yeah, well, thank um, God you can. Yeah. And um, fingers crossed you'll have your surgery soon. And Yeah, I hope so. Exactly. Yeah, worry about, yeah exactly. And I hope that's, that's me done, really. And uh, yeah. I'll stagger through life with half my eyesight, but I'll, I'll take that given what could have happened to me. And, well, um, yeah, I mean, I know it's shit. But I suppose that's the only thing you can just think, or at least, because it could have been a lot, a yeah. lot worse. Yeah, yeah, it could, My it could dad have... had a, is it a mini stroke? Yeah, like a TIA, was it? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, God, Loda was a baby; she's eleven now. But he, ever since, he it, it knocked his confidence, and it is finding the words. And he was a, he was very much a talker like mm. that's all he talked about politics about everything constantly constantly but since then he he kind of sits back now and yeah. listens yeah. which is hard because he's deaf <laughs> <laughs> and he <laughs> or at least he is when my mum's having a go at him yeah but, right um, he's selectively deaf yeah. <laughs> yes but yeah that's but then he's getting older you don't know how much of it is the stroke and how much yeah of it, yeah because yeah. it happened after he retired and i think right. that's quite common can do can't it? you bit off thick yeah. bits can start to fall off when people slow down um yeah yeah i mean i yeah there is that i mean i suppose it's a, I, I, i'm i think if i'd you know if it happened to me in my 20s when i was really athletic and really sort of like to gall gallivant around but you know i was doing less of that nowadays so it's, its impact is less physically um, yeah. and me mentally I mean I think that that has that has made me a lot more anxious I mean I was a bit I was quite anxious yeah. I've always been quite anxious but it, it certainly that's quite a well-known post-stroke scenario to be to, to, to sort of suffer anxiety and depression yeah um, I mean it probably is from anything fairly major but you know because you realize your mortality and all of this sort of you know you're not the invincible yep. particularly from i don't know maybe not particularly for a man maybe that's nonsense but like um but i always felt as i say i was very sporty and i always felt sort of physically indomitable and it's yeah. like and now and i don't i feel a little bit like a kind of frail old man you know and uh and no doubt part of that is at just age you know um but it is it is also like i'm i am a bit kind of like and people, you know, I can't see anything until it comes here. And then people, I'm a bit like, hey, like that. So I'm a bit more anxious about, yeah. certainly more anxious about my body. And I'm not really fit either um, because until my heart um, um, is closed, I'm sort of not doing any kind of exercise, which I'm kind of limited to do. I've just started climbing, actually, which has been really good. Oh, um, wow. Because I can, 
you know, like anything moving, like cycling or running, I, I just can't do. But climbing, yeah. because I, you know, it's it's kind of all right. Things aren't moving very fast, and I can't. Yeah, you know, I can yeah. just sort of slightly look like that. So that that's been brilliant. And yoga, I've, I mean, that's that, really hard climbing. Well, they've just opened that. Uh, there's a big climbing indoor climbing wall in South End that they just opened. Um, so yeah. it's a really nice. Have you ever been climbing? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter for her birthday. There's a place in Lakeside. Yeah, there is a yeah. And I literally, I there were just it's not like a climbing wall. Well, no, there are some bits of climbing wall, but I just went like a, basically it was a ladder. Yeah. But I literally went probably my feet were where the top of my head would be. I'm five <laughs> foot three. Yeah. And I just was like I cannot. I got managed to get myself back down, but I just it completely freaked me out. I'm heights. I just can't can't. Can't do it. I can't. Maybe, can't cli- it. maybe climbing's it's not really for you. Embarrassing. Climbing's not for you. I was with a load of eleven-year-olds. One of them was just straight up. Yeah. And I was just like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> not for you. No. Not for no. you. But I just physically, there's um, a place where we walk the dogs. Funnily enough, an outdoor place, Lee Valley, I think, is it? Yeah. And they've got these whole big, bouldery things that people yeah. climb on, and you just yeah. stand and watch them because I. Just knowing the physical strength that it takes to kind of do that and then yeah. get round the corner. Yeah, yeah. And... Some, I mean, some people are unbelievable, unbelievably good. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. Um, I'm not, but uh, I'm enjoying that, and it's it's a nice. Well, it's nice to be able to do a sport that I can I can do. Exactly. And, it's a um, very, I think I'd love to be able to do it mm. because I think it's. It's a good. I'm quite. I'm. To... I'm. Well, I'm. I'm quite sort of rangy, I suppose. I'm quite. Yeah. Um, and I do. A lot of yoga, um, and so yeah. it sort of it's 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 it plays into my court, I suppose. Um, yeah. Uh, so I've been and it's great that. that you can adapt to different yeah things. Yeah. yeah. I just I've been swimming in the sea with my partner, and that's really lovely yeah, as well. That's yeah, nice. I can still do that. Um, so um, so yeah yeah. I kind of obviously it's not ideal to have a straight. I mean the other the other flip from the flip side and from an awful kind of comic cynical conic sort of thing. It. Like we had, we, comments will say that you know, something terrible happens to you it's about 0.5 of a second before you think this will make a good routine and, yeah. uh, and, and equally you know same with a stroke you know you're going to go oh, there's, there's some material in this you know yeah. <laughs> which is a horrible admission but um, yeah my cynical well, brain well it is but then also it's, you've got to get you've got to take the positive haven't you not that it is a positive but do you know what I mean it's that's yeah. what kind of keeps you going doesn't it if, you're, if you can take something from a situation that you can then build on then absolutely yeah you're uh, winning aren't you yeah and your, your weaknesses become your strengths i suppose and all of that all, yes. of, the, all of those yeah. sort of glib aphorisms but 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 um yeah it's true it is true it's empowering to take that own own that you know and uh and survive it yeah i just think we all got through lockdown yeah 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 <laughs> you know people do get through things i mean not that that was awful for a lot well it was obviously awful for a lot of people but for some people it wasn't that much of a thing but I just think you've just got to kind of look at what you've got through and yeah I mean you do find some comfort of course of course of course no, no I think that's exactly right I mean you can kind of I suppose it's, it's interesting because I was actually sort of thinking about this and trying to write something of, of kind of you want to kind of you, there is always someone less fortunate than yourself, you know, and you can kind of see that. You, you yeah. only have to kind of see a, someone in a, uh, well, for me anyway, someone in a wheelchair and, and think, thank God that's not me or whatever, you know, and no judgment on them, obviously, but I'll just kind of go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd hate to be in that position. Um, 
and then uh, or or even mental health, you know, which 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 is you know it's an absolute blight, of course. And and you sort of thank your lucky stars. And on that side, that's worth doing, and it really is worth doing to realise that your cup's half full. But I think you also need to acknowledge you do need to acknowledge the impact as well, you know, and that kind yeah. of rather than just. I think I've certainly, I've, that's something that I've struggled with and I'm trying to take on board because I certainly come from that kind of pull your socks up, um, yeah, yeah. stiff up a lip, suck it up, soft cock kind of aspect, you know, and I yeah. think that's damaging too, you know, um, yep. to not acknowledge that there's, that, that you have issues, that you have weaknesses, that you have things that you need help with, that you have yeah. stuff that you struggle with, um, be they physical or mental or whatever. So, so it's kind yeah. of quite nice to sort of, you know, I'm trying to kind of work that my way through that really of, of kind of yeah you know because constantly kind of people people would say oh you know I just like, you, you know you don't look like, you look really well you don't look like as you've had a stroke and I kind of go yeah no well, I'm yeah I can and I always sort of go well I'd lost half my sight but I can still see out the other yeah. half and I'm always sort of trying to be positive <laughs> in, in that sort of situation yeah. which is good but you're sort of it's good to go it's good to say yeah but I can see the other half you know but it's also you need to I need to acknowledge that I can't see the other half you know and yeah. uh, uh yeah, and i yeah. not just sweep it under the carpet and that's sort of um um that's sort of kind of where i'm at at the moment really um yeah i'm trying to kind of process that um yeah 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 i get i because i always try and think okay well this at least i'm it's not as bad as this or try and think of the worst case scenario or whatever but equally it's very important to acknowledge yeah. the fact that something really shit has happened yeah yeah and you know yeah but is that a fine balance i think yeah. i don't know if it's a survival thing whereas you can't you have to just keep thinking it's going to be all right you know because you're worried if you don't then yeah yeah of course exactly you yeah know. yeah no absolutely absolutely yeah Thank you very much for coming to talk to me about you're it. You're welcome. I'm sorry that it took took rather. Oh well, I suppose it wasn't betwixt and between us. There was it, it took longer than it oh, should have done to yeah, get here. We got here. Life. We got here in the end. <laughs> <laughs> was Oslo lovely? Did you have a lovely time in Norway? Do you know what Oslo? We had an, an exceptionally beautiful time. I mean, I've been I, I I go I've been to Oslo quite a lot, and I've got really good friends there. Um. Uh. So and it was beautiful weather. And we yeah. were swimming in the fjord, and it was just fucking. Oh. I was I was with like one of the other comics is a very good friend of mine who was going. My partner came out for f about four days of it because I was there for about just over a week, and um, and so it's gorgeous, but it's so expensive um, that it's kind. Of, have you been? Yes, I have been. Yeah, well then you know, and it's kind of it's prohibitively. It's gorgeous, but we were trying to do everything that was kind of free, like swimming in the sea yeah. and going for yeah, walks yeah, yeah. in the hills. And, you know, the weather was amazing, so we were able to do that. But, you know, in terms of sort of like city breaks or whatever, you know, you, I mean, you really can't even afford to kind of have a glass of wine or, or, a, or a meal out, really. You know, so we were doing that kind of breakfast, eating as much as we could and then yeah. snaffling a sandwich in our bags at breakfast and then trying to survive on that, you know, because it's... I think we went... Oh, it was with four children, maybe 2008, and we worked out it was about five pounds of our money was about one pound of their money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's got worse. No, that's about right. Yeah, but it is. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't. Your money doesn't go very far, does it? And you're kind of going. I don't mind paying over the odds a little bit because you're on holiday, but you get to a point where you just go. I don't know if I want to spend 
40 pounds on a pizza i just don't you yeah. know what i mean i just ra yeah. i'd rather go without and have a yeah. and have the best pizza in my life when i get home and it would still be yeah, only 20 yeah, quid yeah. you know like you just it get you said you, i mean you know i'm sure you're exactly the same it's like i don't yeah. i don't all right i'll spend 25 quid on a pizza that's all right i'll yeah. just suck it up but this is just like going i can't i can't i can't enjoy that you know yeah. so it's sort of um I mean, we're lucky we're, we're working and then they tend to feed us occasionally and they certainly give us drinks and stuff like that. So that's that's all right. But you are, you know, usually I would go if I was doing any other place on the planet, really, you'd go out with the comics afterwards and go out drinking. And it's a good way of kind of socializing and just seeing the city and whatnot. And, and you just can't afford it's just, it's just pointless yeah. to go there and just spend all of your money. Yeah. Afterwards, you, you may not, well, I, you know, I, I was not going there on a vanity or holiday. I'm working, so I need to earn money, yeah. you know. The flip side, yeah. I suppose, is that, is that you, you, you earn quite good money because they do pay you decently, you know, because, yes. because of yeah. what would seem like a perfectly normal payday for them, for us, is like yeah. good. So, so they're, 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 yeah. they're sort of swings and roundabouts. So, we had, yeah, I had a lovely time, and the weather was great. It is beautiful. It is beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Did you but just... I went, I partied. It was friends that we'd made at a festival. Yeah. And um, who, they're all like Vikings. They're all like six foot. Yeah. Everyone big. looks so Norwegian, don't they? Norwegians yeah. look so Norwegian. And we just went and we basically partied for a week. Nice. I've never taken so many drugs in my entire life. <laughs> and that's the, the drugs were ridiculously expensive. I bet they were. I bet they were. But, um, and we didn't, yeah, we didn't sleep and it didn't get dark. Yeah, well, that's the interesting thing, isn't because it? Because it's, yeah, so you'd be like two o'clock in the morning. You think, oh, it's a nice pink sky, and you'd be like, fucking hell, it's two o'clock in the yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah, still... yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I love that. I mean, that that sort of mercurial light is gorgeous. Uh -huh. It is. It is beautiful. I. It felt. It did feel strange. It was nice to experience it, but I. It is very. It's very strange when it doesn't get dark. But equally, I would really not like to experience it the other way. Yeah. Yeah, I really wouldn't. That would. Yeah, no, it's I all. Don't like I mean, that. I, I've been there in December, and it's kind of, as you say, it, it sort of gets light at eleven and there's dark again at three, and that's that's pretty miserable. Yeah, that's pretty miserable. But yeah. so that's def we definitely picked the right time of year to go. Um, definitely, that's we went the same. It was like July time. Yeah, but it is. It's it is just the most beautiful place. I've got pictures in my bathroom of pictures that I took in Norway and Sri Lanka. Because I think they're both like the most beautiful places right. I've ever been to. I haven't been to Sri Lanka, yeah, yeah. Been yeah, to, yeah. yeah, it's just gorgeous. Yeah, right. But it's, yeah, it's definitely worth a visit, but yeah, just yeah. <laughs> save up. Save up, yes, <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed. Right. Um, oh, thank you so much, and good luck with the operation. I'll keep everything crossed it. It happens sooner Thank you so much. Later. Thank you. Um, and I will share everything. Yes, of course, of course, of course. I'll send this through to you. Let me, shall I stop it now? So yes, that was the lovely Marcus. If you want to get in touch and talk about anything that we discussed, then please do. You can find me at Mum and Mama Pod on all the socials or mumandmamapod at gmail.com. Or if you have any guest suggestions, please subscribe to the podcast and share the podcast. I appreciate it. If this is your first time, then I've got loads of lovely chats with loads of lovely people. So please make sure you check out the back catalogue. And I look forward to seeing you again next week when I have a very special episode with someone who used to live in a squat and rave all the time. 
<laughs> which I, yeah, I never really knew anything. Well, I obviously knew about that world, but I never, I've never spoken to anyone about living in a squat and partying all the time but yeah it's um yeah that was a good good chat so yeah i look forward to that one but i hope you're good and i'll see you next week bye hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.